Welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. Shout out, Jonah. I'm Podboy Jonah. And Podboy Jonah's running in from hopefully getting us all a cup of coffee or something. It's cold outside. And uh, the the intern, Podboy Jonah, PBJ, uh, maybe he ought to do a little hustling for us, right? For his position in the pod. Yeah, some roots of errands, dry cleaning, those types of things. All right, very good. But glad to have you with you, PBJ. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. All right. Have you gotten any uh, fan mail yet? No, I have not. All right. Well, uh, I have not even started on the Wikipedia page. Has the listener uh, from the bus stop mentioned anything? Uh, No. Honestly, I think she stopped listening. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We can't even keep a uh, uh, 13-year-old's attention. Oh, well. Oh, well, we knew. That's one less listener. Yeah, well, <laughs> we knew that fame and fortune <laughs> couldn't last forever. That's why we all, hopefully we all invested wisely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I invested in uh, lots of plastic. Yeah, so. they, they, the plastic futures are looking good uh, over at Brian's house. I invested in uh, Star Trek Playmobil figures. Boy, oh, boy, I tell you. <laughs> that was a bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just like when you bought that no. Marvel stock. Oh yeah. Well, hey, was it Playmobil or was it Play Playmates? Playmates, Playmates. So you're Playmates. Right. Playmates. There is Star Trek Playmobil now, though. Have you seen them? You got to collect them. I have not. No, I do not. No, no. <laughs> you got to get them I all. Spent, I spent most of the '90s collecting. Star Trek Playmates, and uh, Star Trek I can't Playmates. get rid of those things. I'll just have to burn those to get rid of those. <laughs> well, the problem is they're they're plastic, so yeah, they're rubbery plastic. Yeah. You know what sucks is that type of plastic, that's the ones that, like, sweat. So <laughs> if you open some of those figures, they're probably just greasy to the touch. Great. Um, well, all I know great. is Star Trek and Playmates, uh, you just don't usually associate those two things together, but... Uh, that's okay, but hey, we've right. got we've got a hell of a show uh, a showdown tonight as Wakanda goes up against Telemuchia, uh, Atlantis. Ooh. I don't know whatever the name of Atlantis <laughs> is. We, we don't know. We, we're, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah. screw that up, right? Let's say that off the bat, Namor and everything. We're going to screw that up because it's uh, a little bit new to us. But before we get into that, let's. Uh, I'm not sure if we even have some news. It's only been a few days since our last recording, but let's see what we've got. Over at the news desk, Brian, has there been Just anything big quickies. happening? Oh, okay, two quickies. Excellent. There's uh well, I mean, it's a. This is a big one. I, mean, I don't think it's going to be shocking to anyone, but. Uh, uh, it, it hasn't been officially announced, but they're saying that Spider-Man uh, Four they've re-signed Tom Holland uh, okay. for Spider-Man Four. There, it hasn't been officially announced. We don't know how many movies, uh, but the rumor is he's re- he's re-signed for multiple movies. So the assumption is a trilogy, uh, but no Disney Plus TV shows or anything. Whew. 
So. Well, thank God. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants the Nobody wants it. plus TV show with Spider-Man. So they're but not going to waste any cameos how, or any of that crap on a. How stuff. easy could it be? How how uh, easy money would it be for Tom Holland just to c- film a couple of uh, you know special appearances and things like that? You know what I mean? Not even in suit, just as Peter Parker or something running into uh, uh, Miss Marvel or something like that. I mean, that would be easy yeah. money for him. Why not do that, right? Problem is, I think a cameo. Yeah. The problem with even doing a cameo, though, a cameo, the way they've built this universe is that, like, well, now it's like, well, where does it fit in the timeline? Well, well, nobody's supposed to know who Peter Parker is. Well, well what? so it, yeah. it just would cause more problems than it would solve. It's more confusion. Uh, and they just spent all this time detaching him from the MCU, right? Yeah. Where nobody remembers him to it wouldn't make a ton of sense to immediately connect him back. I think I what's going to happen is in Spider-Man four, it's going to be a trilogy around the college years, right? Uh, so Gwen, it'll have Gwen and Harry and all them. It'll have, it'll have Gwen and Harry. And, um, the, I think what'll happen is the cliffhanger at the end of the set of the end of the first movie might be uh, MJ shows up. Right. in in some capacity. So you could have, you could even do the whole, you know, and somebody sets Peter up with a blind date and it's MJ. Ah. Right. And, yeah. and you could even do the, I would love for them to do the, you know, face a tiger. You just hit the jackpot. Line. Right. That'd be pretty kick-ass. Yeah. What do you mean? The real MJ or this MJ? That MJ. This is the real MJ for his universe. Oh, so you just say, okay. Bring back. Yeah. Yeah, she's not in the movie at all, but then you kind of tease that somebody, like somebody the whole time trying to set him up on a blind date. Right. It's just a running joke. No, 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 no. Just like it was in the comic, right? Because that went on for like six or eight issues where Aunt May, right. their neighbor, kept wanting to set him up with her niece. It actually kept, went longer. It was like 30 issues. 30 there you go. But it was like that running joke that like he kept dodging it, kept dodging it. Finally, he was like, she was like, well, she's here, Peter. And he, and he had to go to the door. And he's like, oh, man. And then he opens the door and it's it's. Mary Jane, she's and that's you know the face of Tiger. You just hit the jackpot. So the uh, that would be pretty. I, in my me fan casting, I would say that Marvel, if you're listening, you know make that your post credit scene. There you go. That'd be good. He's a blind date the whole time. Post credit scene, knock at the door. And there's MJ. a and there's a forty year old MJ waiting for him by the yeah, end of the no. third movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. It, it turns out that uh, uh, Mary Jane Watson has divorced Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, right? And she's a, a cougar on the prowl. So, okay. face it, Jack. Face it, face Jack. It. You hit the jackpot. <laughs> what if it's not like the MJ from his universe? What if it's just somebody yeah. named initials MJ, and Where that's the cliffhanger? Yeah, it's not even. It's not even the right MJ. You could do no that. Point in doing it then. Do a redhead. No what if it's just some skank whore? <laughs> oh my god! All right, what else Where you got, it? Brian? Uh, <laughs> Enough of that banter. That's what. That's yeah. what nonsense banter leads to. Hey, twenty percent more banter. Yeah, right that's what unplanned banter leads to. What if she's just a whore? Yeah. Unprotected banter. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. You can't have unprotected banter. No. Um. So uh, uh, we talked. Last episode, a few days ago, the, about the indie TV show. There's rumors about the indie TV, indie TV, TV show on Disney Plus. Now uh, there's everybody's fan casting, and you could probably do this. Um, 
short round, the actor that played uh, short round, I, and I got, I got, I got something to say about that. But go ahead. All right, and he was the lead in, uh, or the the uh, supporting lead in Everything Everywhere All at Once, right? Yeah. So, so short he, round. Oh, uh, right. from Goonies. Just being in it, though, he's not the new Indiana Jones. He's, no, no, no. Like the like the basically the the uh, the rumor or the fan casting right. sort of thing is you could make him the you know um, heir apparent because okay. nobody wants Mutt Williams back. Gotcha. And not like they'd be able to get Shia LaBeouf back anyway, but uh, or, or want to put him in, uh, you know, right. in the seat of a franchise. Okay, so he with, would with be the lead. Issues. So yeah, he would be the de facto child, adopted okay. child. Of, I love it. Uh, Indiana Jones. I love it. PMR comment. PMR. All right. Now everybody, as we grew up, everybody hated short round. I mean, let's just face it. Everybody hated. Short I didn't hate short round. You wow. hated short round. Everybody hated, like short short round. Round. I didn't, I didn't hate short round. They loved the kid from Goonies, but they hated short round. Nobody hated. Nobody liked short. I love Dana and short round. Everybody and, loved and and. and Years later, when I realized it was the same actor, you loved him even more. So you loved the precocious little short rail runner around. Yeah. When you were you call him Doctor yeah. Jones. You call him Doctor yeah. Jones. No, that was so great. He had the boxes tied to his feet so he could drive the cab. Oh exactly. Nobody. That was the catchphrase of the eighties, right there. You call him Doctor Jones. <laughs> that was a catchphrase every time I uh, rode a ride with uh, Alex at Disney. Yeah, yeah. I remember we would. <laughs> We were on a. Um, we went on the uh, Dudley Do Right Ripsaw Falls. It's a, a, a giant like log flume, and it, for whatever reason, that trip that PMR just kept kept quoting Short Round because he hated uh, them so much. And it, it was like, so it was, yeah, it was, hold on, Doctor Jones, we going for a ride. No, hold on, uh, we going for hold a on, ride. Lady. <laughs> hold on, lady, we going for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow! <laughs> Everybody hated Short Round, and all of a sudden, y'all all like love Short Round. Yeah, this is in one movie, and everybody loves him. Yeah, you don't speak for a generation, PMR. Yeah, I think he does hate Short Round. For I'm just keeping it honest. I'm keeping it honest with all you motherfuckers because everybody hated Short Round 20, 25 years ago. No, and then all and of a sudden, yeah. The, if you go with the first trilogy. That's the order, right? It's like it's the first movie, the third movie, the second movie. The second movie is the is the is the latest in the timeline. Was yeah, it? The second movie is like yeah. everybody didn't like, uh, other than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The second movie was the one everybody didn't like, Temple of Doom, and they always right. they always say it's because of a short the female round. lead, which was Kate Capshaw, and the other one was because of short round because they couldn't stand his terrible little acting. Yep, so, I loved him. Uh, no, you did. I not. loved it. <laughs> Always have. Uh, but yeah, so I guess the the order is in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Then, um, oh shit, what's the third movie? Last Crusade. Uh, Last Crusade you. is the second movie. But Temple of Doom, and then Temple of Doom, and then um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, Kingdom. Well, all that. Saying, I wouldn't mind it being short round, being the heir apparent. Why not? That was a twist. I didn't see that one coming. Keeping it real. Yeah, he's keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. Everybody hated short round. I wouldn't mind short round being. Mark keeps it real. Whatever. You just said you hated him like not five minutes ago. But I'm okay with it. 
Yeah. Jonah, don't let your father fool you. He hated him too. He's yeah. just not going to admit it. He just Never. wants to be on the bandwagon uh, that with all these other motherfuckers that go, oh, I love yeah, Oh, he's, he's so great and everything everywhere all he's the time. He's so wants. great. He ought to be on Indiana Jones. Well, yeah, that's the question. PMR, have you watched everything everywhere all at once yet? Yes, I'm sure he's a fine actor now, but when he was. Did you yeah, watch the movie? Sucked. Did no, you watch the movie? Oh. It's not really his tempo. <laughs> that's a great movie. I don't doubt it. I want to watch it, but. It's a fun. Like, it's. it's but it's not like where we're telling you, oh, this is a great movie. It's some like big, like head scratcher, like you know, deep thinker <laughs> sci-fi. It's a great movie. Brian, uh, hijinks ensue. Very, I quickly. know. But Brian, come on. I mean, PMR and the bagel. I mean, you know, it's just fraught for him to to oh, crap true. in that bagel. He would shit right in that bagel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. That's because you bagel? haven't seen the movie. It's not for you, PMR. I, I had the epiphany. <laughs> I'll, save you. I'll save you. It's not for you. <laughs> I had the epiphany like on November 1st because we did everybody's costumes. I posted them on the on the Facebook page. But I decided over the summer or in May, whenever the movie came out, that I wanted to do Rakakuni as a costume. And I totally blanked. Rakakuni. That's in the movie. I'm telling you, you gotta watch this movie, PMR. I advise against it. Is that like Ratatouille? Yeah. You do. You. I can't. I can't explain. You have to go watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. All right. I have. I have a question though. Is uh, Short Round in the in the new movie going to be like a more serious character or like a? Well, it's all just fan character? speculation right now. Because honestly, it would be a he's gonna be a fifty-year-old man that still talks that way. <laughs> but honestly, with a bad, tie, a bad Chinese, yeah, bad. He is a pretty short actor. Like that actor is short. If you see now, him next to you, but let's say he got into, <laughs> let's say he got into a big like tractor or something, right? And he drives regular cars, but he gets in this giant tractor and he does still have to put the boxes, tie the boxes back <laughs> to his shoes to, to get it to. That would be a operate. good callback. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. There you go. All right. I'm all for it. I'm so, all for it. Yeah. Sign me up. Uh, so PMR went from I hate short round. Everybody hated short round. To, I like he still hates them, but he's Sign okay with it. That's all he's saying. I'm okay with it. I hated short round back in the day. You hated short round back in the day. Everybody I did not short hate round short round back in the day. Hmm. I wish we had recordings back then. I, I just from wish, the old days at the store. I wish they had re- <laughs> invented audio recording back people, then. You know, people just love the original character of Short Round, and then they just changed it from what we knew. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody yeah. like that. Sure. We just, we just loved him. Everybody, Everybody loved Everybody hates when you put a freaking kid in a adventure movie. So. And Steven Spielberg was the worst to do that because he wanted the adventure to be seen from the eyes of a child. I know. What a fucker. <laughs> what an a hole. What, what a genuine a hole that Spielberg <laughs> was wanting to show it. magic to a child about filmmaking. You what a fart. Hated it. Uh, what about showing me a movie through the eyes of a 57 year old? Yeah. Why couldn't a 57 year old be a magical Jones adventure? I want to see a 57-year-old Henry Thomas reunite with uh, E.T. That's the story I want to see. Yeah, why can't a grown-ass man find an alien? No. And protect him from the government. I want to see, like, an 85-year-old man, like, like on his cane, just, just following Indy. Come on, E.T. Come on, E.T. Pieces? 
Well, I can't have them. The doctor says I gotta watch my sugars. I got diabetes. I got the diabetes ET. But you can eat all these Reese's pieces. Well, I guess I'm not like sure. I'm going to get out of the recliner. I'm going to get out of the recliner and I'll get that telephone for you. What, Brad? I'm going to get out of the recliner and I'll get that telephone for you. I don't know. I don't know where it's at. She didn't put it back on the hook. Hold on, ET. My sciatica's acting up. <laughs> ET, oh, my lumbago. ET, can you use that magical <laughs> finger and check my colon real oh. quick? ET. <laughs> E.T., go grab me that Bengay. <laughs> open up that, spicy I can't open up this bottle to save my life. E.T., can you do that for me? <laughs> can you go count out my medications for the week, E.T.? <laughs> the script on those, the writing on the prescriptions I is so small. I can't read this. I can't read this. Where are my readers? <laughs> Well, y'all, y'all stick with your, y'all lying to yourself about short rounds. Y'all like short rounds. <laughs> well, y'all like short rounds. Oh, wow. Was, All right, well, hey. I could almost, if we, if we had recording back in the old days at the store, yeah. I'm sure there's a rant that Brian went on about short round back then. I'm uh, positive, yeah. Yeah, me too. You know what we should do is is break out, Brad, since you found the video, is, is break out the audio of us, uh, at the shop with I gotta, the whole yeah, uh, where's that? I gotta find that vid- audio. Video we can play. We can play that in the podcast. There you go. Nice. Yeah, retro pop for the 200th episode, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah like that. our lost episode <clears throat> from like '94. Yeah, what were you guys talking uh, about in it? Uh, we, probably the same thing we're talking about now. The sad thing yeah. about it: <clears throat> toys you and movies. Even I saw it, Jonah. Yeah, you were in. at the comic shop. Uh, I had built a uh, a rack, like a wooden rack, to hold the comic boxes on because they would all just start sagging. Like, you just had them all stacked <laughs> on top of each other. And so they'd start to sag and then shift. And then you'd have these big landslides of comic boxes. <laughs> so I, I built these racks for them in the back. They were sturdy as fuck. Like, you, I mean, they were, you could have blown up the comic shop with those racks <laughs> still been there. But I built them these racks. I'm building these racks, and so we brought them in, and uh, at night, and we're like having to like uh, work them to the back and get them in the room and turn the corner and everything. And so we're screwing around with them, and there's like it was Brad, PMR, me, and then uh, uh, Tim. Tim was there, and we had our video camera, and see, we were just Brad had his video camera, we were just talking and you know shooting shit like this. Um, I remember we kept talking about. uh, we had a junkyard dog action figure, yep. like an LJN yeah. junkyard dog, and I had taken. Um, we had parts to those. It's those parts right there from the, uh, <laughs> the Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. so grab those Iron Man, the '96 Iron Man. Iron Man's. <laughs> but uh, I had taken the parts off of the. Uh, we had a war machine. And remember the the Iron Man '90s TV show? It had like the it was like Mr. Potato Heads, right? You put the armor the on module. it and take it off. Module. Yeah, the modules. Yeah, so so like these, right? Yep. So I took the armor off and I made the armor on Junkyard Dog. Uh, we called him like he made it like we kept calling him a cyborg. He was kind of like a mascot. We kind of had him on the shelf, <laughs> and so we just kept talking about Junkyard Dog, and then we started talking about Kingpin. Kingpin for some reason necktie or as uh, in his diamond. necktie, yeah. yeah. And his diamond necktie. What happened to Junkyard Dog? He died. Well, uh, what a sad turn. I don't know. You should have had figures. 
Oh, speaking of taking turns humping it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got a hell of a in memoriam section to do here. (laughs) We do have a hell of a memoriam. I forgot all about that. All right, right, well, let's go. We still have uh, one of the news things, don't we? No, that was it. That's it. All right. Yeah. So we. Oh, no. Yeah, if you can find that audio, it'd be great to listen. So. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I don't know where it is. We'll try to find it. All right. In memoriam. Thank you. Mentioned uh, about uh, junkyard dog dying. Uh, we've had a couple of <laughs> a couple of deaths that uh, PMR lit up the Instagram account. I mean, you were getting yeah, comments man, left wow. and right on it. I think. <laughs> uh, PMR, tell us who we're grieving for this week. Well, we'll start out with uh, I guess the uh, the biggest one of the week would be uh, Gallagher. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll I miss mean, Gallagher. He's Another childhood, like be- fifty years, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, his comedy was just uh, the way he hit those watermelons. I watched him on Showtime <laughs> when, yeah, back in the Good, day, man. That's- I always wanted to see one of his shows, and this never made it. So. Yep, just like Huey right. Lewis. It's too late now. He was mm-hmm. right. If you watched Gallagher when he first started the Vegematic thing, right? Like, he would do a good 30-minute set, and then he'd do 15 minutes of the Vegematic, right? Mm-hmm. Or he'd, and what, what he would do is he'd have, a, he'd have a, like, a, a block, uh-huh. and he'd, he'd, he'd do it like it was an infomercial. He'd have this giant sledgehammer. And he talk about it slices, it dices, it purees, all that kind of stuff. And then he just set like fruit or watermelons or whatever on the block and just smash them. So people in the crowd would come with like ponchos, like they were going to go see the Shamu show at SeaWorld. They just get covered in tomatoes and, 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 and watermelon and everything. But like at the beginning, he would do that like the last 10 minutes, right. 15 minutes of his act. Then it's like towards the end. He just comes straight out with the fucking hammer. Right. He, he knew what the people wanted. Shit. He knew what <laughs> the people wanted. He didn't even tell any jokes anymore. <laughs> I was, I'll be honest. Did he ever tell jokes or he just smashed fruit? I, I, no, he, yeah, tell, he, he, tried, he would tell some jokes. Yeah, he wasn't too bad. I mean, he, he had some... He, had he some tried to do Carlin, George Carlin kind of yeah, yeah, totally. observational yeah. stuff. Yeah. But... Yeah, and he yeah, but basically towards yeah. the end, he just walk out with that fucking hammer There's, and smash vegetables for. I think for Amazon. Forty five minutes. At one time, Amazon had a boatload of Gallagher stuff on Amazon Prime. I was gonna say, when was the last uh, any time he had? When's the last time he had ever been in anything? I mean, had he? I don't know. Had he been sick? Had he it been was sick? the uh, Mark uh, Marin show, <laughs> the Mark Marin podcast. Wow, we could have gotten. Did all- you hear about that? No, I knew oh, something what? happened, but what was it? So, yeah, I don't know. The de- I tried to get all the details. I wasn't, didn't try terribly hard, but apparently, <laughs> like uh, uh, there was, Mark Marin had uh, um, Gallagher on his podcast, and then like Gallagher like stormed off, like oh. they got to a screaming match and he stormed off. But I, I don't know if it was. It may have been something like he was something anti-Semitic or something. I don't know. But uh, we could have had Gallagher on our podcast. It sounds like, but yeah. So he he flew off the handle and stormed out of the room, and wow. left the podcast. So Mark Marin like posted that this may not be the way he wants to be remembered, but I'm putting the podcast back up. <laughs> <laughs> you can go listen to wow. that episode again. Ouch! Ouch! Because <laughs> apparently he was a dick. All right, hey, Gallagher or Mark Marin? Gallagher. Gallagher. Why don't we all know Mark Marin's a dick? But yeah. we appreciate that about him. All right. So, so what else you who else you got there, Podman Ron? Well uh, Crip Keeper. I think uh, Are you in the nineties. 
Are you throwing it to PMR so you can, because the, the extra salt in the wound that you're dead and now PMR can, ba- uh, can botch your name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can say the name. PMR is like the, the reaper. I got this one. Carlos Pacheco. <laughs> Carlos Pacheco. Is that his name? Yes. Carlos Pachuli Oil. <laughs> he was named after a, uh, a name. game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So who was he? Who uh, was... He was a big writer. Uh, I'm sorry, a big artist back in the 90s. Oh, okay. Uh, early 2000s. He, uh, he did one of my favorite Avengers stories back in the 90s, which was the uh, uh, Maxi series called Avengers uh, Forever. It was 12 issues. Oh, yeah, uh, I Herb Uziak wrote it. Uh, and uh, Carlos. Chico wrote it. I mean, drew it. <laughs> and uh, but then he went from there. He went. Uh, he did a lot of X Men back in the late nineties, early two thousands. But then he kind of dropped off. I don't know. I, I don't keep up with comic books much anymore. But uh, Brian, do you know what he's been doing lately? Uh, yeah, he he had some creator so uh, creator own stuff. There was Arrow. Crap. Did he do Telos? Telos was that his? No, Telos was Mike Waringo. Okay. Who's another guy that's dead, but okay. Wow. Right, uh, well, let me look real quick. Yeah, his creator owned character uh was from Image was um Oh shit. It's Arrow Aerosmith. But he um uh he was on oh no, he was on Fantastic Four for a long time and then he went to Superman. Did he go to Superman? I did not know that, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. I didn't know he worked at D C at all. Yeah, he did uh, Superman, Eisner Award winner. Um, he came from Wildstorm originally. So did he go go into animation after this? I mean, no, no, he was still doing comics uh, up until I mean the past year or two. Oh, really? Okay. I, yeah, I had no idea, but uh, I don't, I don't know if he had cancer or what he he passed from. But he was young; he was sixty-one or sixty-two years old. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, no, he had uh, he had been sick. He got um, because Busiek and him were were the ones that did Aerosmith, and I think Aerosmith is like a World War II kind of book. But um, <clears throat> I never read it. But they had they made an announcement back over the summer that they had to delay the um, the newest issue or the I think they were going to do another miniseries. They had to delay it because. Um, he had been sick, and Busick was having like back issues and stuff. And uh, like, apparently, that illness is what you know. He never he. That's what killed him. What was it though? Uh, yeah, I'll take it was cancer though. Anyway, but yeah, he's sick. And I can't believe like the, the those two outrank. The, the other death we've had. I'll be honest He's, with you. I mean, don't don't. Well, boy. boys are going to kill me about it, but uh, I I never really watched Batman the animated series, so oh I, I, I'm not saying that he's the definitive Batman. I'm just saying that. You guys watched it, so I'll let you go ahead and give his okay. eulogy there, Brian. Yeah. So uh, the third death, Kevin Conroy. The definitive Batman actor. Everybody's favorite Batman. 
Hands everybody's down. Everybody's favorite Batman. Hands and everybody's down. favorite Joker's Mark Hamill, right? Yeah. So. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, you ask anybody besides me, you will, <laughs> and only because I never watched Batman the animated series. I watched. Yeah, but you watched episodes, but. Justice League. Like so, he was uh, so Kevin Conroy yeah, was. Oh, he did a great job. But everybody, I mean, everybody you ask, everybody loves him. So I, yeah. I, I yield to that. Everybody else, I mean, they they say he was the definitive Batman. So absolutely. All yeah. right. Uh, so yeah, but, so uh, it was kind of cool. I just briefly interrupt uh, that he was in that. Uh, what was the Final Crisis on the Flash show a few years ago? Yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah, he played. Yeah, was, um, yeah. He played Batman. Played he played game. Batman. <clears throat> and essentially, what he played. Cool. Essentially, what he played was Batman from Batman Beyond, right? Because he was aged. Well, Batman, Batman Beyond, and Batman from Kingdom Come, right? Because yeah. he had like the the oh yeah, he had the, the suit show. sort of thing, right? Right. So, yeah. So Kevin Conroy was Batman the animated series all the way through Batman Adventures, uh, then Batman Beyond, then Justice League, right? Then Justice League Unlimited, then. Uh, over half of the DC movies, yeah, uh, were Kevin Conroy as Batman. The D- DC animated movies, uh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, it, he's the definitive. Like when I think about what Batman should sound like, you know, you talk about, you know, um, uh, what's uh, Batman? Christian Bale, Dark Knight, uh, sure. Christian Bale. Like no, right? But like when you right. when you watch those episodes and you hear Bruce Wayne versus Batman, he doesn't do the gravelly sound, but like they're like Batman's got this commanding voice, this booming voice, and Bruce Bruce, it's the same voice, but it's like there's like light and dark. It's like when he's using Bruce dialogue, you can hear like it's it just sounds light. It, it sounds like. And, it, and he's playing both parts, obviously, but it's just it's the the difference in the way he he did the the two different parts against each other, and and I think a lot of the early animated episodes he did more than just Batman's Batman. Bruce I Wayne think so. Voice. Yeah, I think he did a couple of other voices. Yeah, he would do. They would always have like fill in stuff, fill in characters, and he would do those voices uh, for those as, as well. But the uh, we've been watching. Uh, Recent or uh, today, we've been watching the ba- Batman the animated series and Batman Beyond. So very yeah, nice. cool. Yeah, yeah. I need to yeah. go back or just watch those because I I never I just never had time to watch them. So then I watch them back in the day. Yeah, that's yeah. good. The um I'm trying to think the the his favorite episode. Oh, man, it was the one I forget the name of it though. Um, but it was where. It's basically uh, for the man who has everything. In, in season one, they did a for man who has everything episode, where Batman is chasing these these criminals. He goes into a warehouse, he gets knocked out, and he wakes up like he's waking up from a nightmare. Nightmare, and and Alfred's bringing him breakfast, and uh, his parents are still alive, and so he realizes, wait, something's wrong, <clears throat> and like his parents are there. He's engaged to Selena Kyle. Um, but he can't reconcile with with his life. It's a really good episode, and yeah. honestly, it's really dark when you realize what what he has to do to get out of the dream. Right, right. So, but uh, oh, shit, I gotta look at what the name of that episode is. Um, but Brad, you, you're you're a big fan, right? 
Yes, I, I yeah, I've, I've watched. I, I would like to go back and rewatch them again because it's been a while since I've revisited. I've seen, yeah, watched a couple of episodes here and there uh, since our. I think they're still on HBO Max. Um, but yeah, it's always always a good uh, tune in. Uh, Batman the animated series. Not everyone was perfect, but most of them were. Uh, two parters and everything, and they kind of move the storylines along, and all it was, it was good. Yeah, season one was a lot of two parters. Yeah, the, I think my, the only one I can really just remember that was probably my favorite episode was the one with uh, Adam West, the Grey Ghost. Well, that's yeah, that's yeah. that was the second episode we watched. So the first episode we watched was is the one that Kevin Conroy says his favorite episode. It's the one I was just talking about where it's he wakes up. It's just like the Batman or the Superman story. Um, for the man who has everything, right. right? With with Black Mercy, and they did that in the, uh, the um, one. Yeah. Justice League Super uh, TV show. But <clears throat> but yeah, it's called Perchance to Dream. Perchance to so Dream. we started with that episode, and then we went straight into the Great Ghost episode. So that was cool because you had Adam West and Kevin Con- Kevin Conroy. So and then uh, when we were watching uh, Batman Beyond earlier. In uh in the Batcave, like when when they're down there, you can see um the Grey Ghost costume, which I thought was really cool. Uh, yeah, uh, really, that's pretty cool. Yeah, people sleep on Batman Beyond. That's a great show. Like, it's I, I did remember I, starting out watching those first few episodes of those back in when it first came on in the nineties, and I, I did enjoy that show. That was pretty show. Especially when you watch it and realize, wait a minute, this is DC making their own Spider Man. And they're making a better Spider-Man TV show than than we had with the Spider-Man animated series. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, <clears throat> like we were Kevin watching. Conroy. That Kevin was, Conroy. It was kind of a shock that uh, I mean, did anybody know he was sick or was did it just come out of left field? I just I think he had he, been battling cancer for some sort of cancer. He'd been battling. Yeah, and I mean, if you if you see him like. Even in the uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths, which was five years ago yeah. at this point, he didn't look great. Yeah, he didn't really well, look. Well, considering he passed away at 66 this week, he looked 70 five years yeah. ago. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's sad, though. He was a, a, a great voice actor. Um, yeah. I can't believe Crisis was five years ago. When they well, it may not have aired five years ago, but when it was filmed, it was probably five years ago. Oh. So we haven't watched Flash in at least three years. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> so, want to. No one, yeah, no one's returning to Flash, unfortunately. <laughs> so all right, well, yeah, hey, Kevin Conroy, and uh, yeah, so you know, he was uh, what most people thought was the the best Batman ever. You gotta check him out, Pat Podman Ron. Go revisit your youth I'll, of the nineties. I'll revisit. I'll revisit my my twenties in the nineties. There you go. <laughs> revisit. Well, uh, hey, let's get on to revisiting a place we all we all journeyed to at one time, and now we're sad to return to again. We return to Wakanda for another few. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? We have a trailer. We have a trailer, have a trailer to trailer, talk about. We're, are we going to do trailers after? Uh, what? We got a trailer. What trailer? It's in the nose, Brad. Oh, I, Did I, you read the rundown? No, I forgot we were recording tonight, much oh, less read true. the rundown. <laughs> yeah, I was Brad, in bed. Brad had already tucked himself in. I was bed. totally, uh, it was, you it know. Was, it was sex night for Brad. I know. I was snuggling up to the wife, and she was pretending like she was asleep already. 
It was Sunday sex night. Well, she said, don't you have a podcast tonight? Oh, I got to go record. All right. <laughs> Give me five minutes. That's all I need. So. <laughs> all right. Good. But yeah, we have uh, talk about a trailer, trailer for uh, uh, John Wick 4, Chapter 4. I'll be honest with you. I watched this trailer. Um, it looks good, but I cannot remember... What happened in the last movie? Let's list. I can remember the, the first movie. The second movie is definitely a blank, and the third movie I remember was he was running from people. The the second movie he killed somebody in the Continental, and he had to go on the run, right? Yes. And so because he killed somebody in the Continental, like there was like they they put out like a ten million dollar bounty on his head. That was the second movie. That was the second movie, <laughs> and they and they blasted it out movie. to everybody, right? Yeah. So the third movie, it picks up right after that. He's on the run. Um, he's trying to take down uh, somebody just, in at the table. I, Some. I just remember uh, uh, the chick with her dog going. Uh, Halle Berry and a couple of dogs. And yeah, she trained him to fight for. Uh, but the way this one ends, he ends up back at the Continental, and Winston has helped him off and on through the third movie. And then Winston's like, uh, Winston, you think, betrays him uh, at the end and shoots him uh, because he's getting pressure from all from the, the council, like the the league of assassins right he's getting pressure from them because he uh winston's getting accused of, of helping john wick and not following the rules that sort of thing so winston shoots john wick and john wick goes over the ledge and, and falls to the ground but winston did winston shot him winston's a, it was a hitman like winston could have killed him like but he didn't shoot he didn't shoot him in a vital spot but it but it basically created the distance for him to fall off the building because they were only a couple stories up, and then escape again. So it's kind of like, well, you thought for a second, no, Winston killed him, but then no, he didn't. He he did this intentionally to get John off the table and and make it look like, you know, he had plausible deniability. <clears throat> so this so, starts. Go ahead. So this trailer is all about John trying to. He's been on the run for it seems like a, a like a, a long you know a period of time. And he's got a game plan to get uh, the bounty, the marker taken off his head. There's some, there's something he can do uh, by the – I think he has to challenge somebody to a duel or something like that. And so that's what the story is. But there's lots of uh, – you know, they allude to you know, everybody's got to die sometime, John, that, like that sort of thing over oh. and over in the trailer. So, you know, and oh, and, and they're doing a lot of stuff. They, they showed a lot of clips of his wife, like bringing it back to his wife at the beginning. Um, so uh, the thoughts are uh, that it's there's probably something about you're going to find out about his wife's history. Like there's going to be they're going to bring in something to do with her. Like maybe she wasn't an outsider to all this. Maybe uh-huh. she had some involvement in, in these families and stuff before they broke off. But uh, they're leading, or they're teasing that John's going to die. Now, if he dies, that's probably uh, for the best. They're they're doing the spinoff, the ballerina, right? Oh, yeah, that's Anna right. De Armas, right? 
And they've already said that that um, Winston's going to be in it, right? And that John Wick's going to make a cameo. So I guess basically, they could, if he does die, it could be a, a prequel or a, you know a, a, a um. But yeah, so they're they're uh, if they're moving on to the ballerina, and he's going to p- appear in the movie, and Winston's going to stay, it could be he's passing. They're passing the baton. So yeah, it just yeah. I mean, it looked it looked like any other action movie. It wasn't really anything that just stood out to Nothing me. Great. It was like oh, this, yeah, it was like well, oh, they don't the best. They don't, John Wick the doesn't do that in the trailers. They don't give away all the action in the trailers. Well, I get that, but it's just, I don't know, it just, just look the same old, same old. Nothing, you know, like, oh, that's, that's awesome or anything like that. It's just like, okay. That's eh. awesome. I don't know if I've seen a whole movie, John Wick movie. They're good, really? right? I mean, I won't lie. They're really good. I, I mean, the first one's the best, but I mean, oh, yeah, they're double. I won't bullshit you. All right. You'll we'll bullshit me about Short Round, but not the John Wick. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I won't bullshit you about Short Round. Brian will bullshit you about Short Round. Yeah, I know. Well, he's only <laughs> lying to himself. He's only lying to himself. I only hurt myself. In the, in the end of the day, the only and, person you know, I really hurt And that child me. that's standing next to you, you <laughs> hurt him too because he believes that Short Round's a cool character. He's cool. My dad said cool Short Round's cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you get your kids. Considering your encyclopedia uh, encyclopedia level knowledge of his catchphrases, I, I think you may enjoy Short Round. He just doesn't want to admit it. You saw how fast he made that 180? One minute he was hating him, and the other yep. minute he was like, I'm all right with it. I got a little whiplash. I'm like okay when, when PMR did I that 180. Him. I hate him. I, I hate him. I hate That being said, I'm all for it. I do not like child actors. He's not a child anymore. He's like... Well, now he is. That's why I said. I mean, okay that's why he's okay with it. Com- compared to you, he's a he's a child. Yeah, he's still young. Wow. <laughs> All right, should we head to Wakanda? We're we gonna head, head to, to Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah, let's go to Wakanda. PMR's got notes on this one, so let's go. All right, I think uh, all of the pod men now, including PB and J, have seen Wakanda Forever, and uh, we have. Uh, yeah, uh, pod men Ron and I actually went together and saw it uh, yesterday morning. First, because all the it was, the screens were all sold out everywhere, we could not get a they seat. Were. Seat with uh, on the side there, so where we could make easy exits in case we needed to. Uh, but, uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh, Jonah, you want to set us up here? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't think the movie was all that bad. I thought it was a little bit long. I thought they had too much setup on it. I wish we could have seen more of the black Panther. I, which one? Or, uh, Shuri. Hold on. Do I need to go get the hat? Yeah. You might as well butter up that hat. Grease it up. Yeah. It's it's been mar- it's been marinating. Excellent. But um yeah, I wish we could have seen more of a uh, Shuri Black Panther. I do like how some shots were like uh in the uh, no, in Civil in Civil War where you see how um uh T'Challa's dad dies with like the uh where where that window like blows up and yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Look, if you're Wakandan royalty, 
Just stay away from stay windows. away from windows. That's probably like all of them. Yeah, that's probably good. Like, <laughs> like don't go if there's a room and it's got a scenic wall to wall window. Just w- take a one eighty and walk back out. <laughs> I thought I thought it was cool how similar it was to uh, okay. Black Panther's origin. Right, I, I didn't right. think it was that bad. I mean, they did die the exact same way. Well. She actually died drowning, but Same one by, uh, died by okay. fire, one by water. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's opposites too. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, so not too bad. So I mean, the the setup is uh, the the movie opens with the with uh, T'Challa dying off screen. Sure, he's trying to help him and save him. As I predicted, mm-hmm. from an illness. From he died off screen from an illness. Yeah, they never really say what the illness is, just kind of undisclosed illness. Uh, PM, I remind everyone, PMR wanted, what, wanted Black Panther to be in a battle and to get thrown off a cliff. And then, yeah. that's a little bit more that is more heroic because it's pretty sad I like that the, the hero like the of the story oh I'm all right up it's pretty sad that the hero of the story's parents actually died in a in, in a more exciting heroic. way in a heroic way than the hero himself who died in a bed of an illness just laying like there a, like a slug illness. yeah like a damn slug <laughs> You know? you know, that's how I'm probably going to go. Right, you know, right. You I, I want, want something hero more heroic. That way. I want my hero. He's a warrior. I want him to go out like a warrior. I don't want to go whining in bed, want yeah, to not, cure his ass. Yeah, you're not going to go to Valhalla just by laying in bed dying. No. He should have uh, been doing something. I mean, if you're gone, if you're dying, you might as well just, you know, try to go save the world or something and just die that way. Yeah. You know, Brad, that was interesting. No, not him. I, I, two, two thoughts on this. One, uh, I was right. Two, <laughs> two. Uh, uh, just because you're right, that doesn't make making a better movie. I, mean, I didn't say that doing it, it would make it a better, better movie. I said that what they're going to do is he's going to die of an illness. It would have been better if he would have died of an illness, though. But well, I got you. I, I feel what you're saying, but it would die peacefully or throw him off a cliff. Hold on, though. PMR brings up a good point. No. What was the last Marvel movie before this? Doctor Strange? Mm-mm. Thor. Oh, Thor. Thor. Okay. And what was the, one of the key story elements of Thor? Cancer. Cancer, but not wanting to die in a bed, wanting, right, exactly. wanting to in die bed. in right. battle, yeah. and in doing bed. something heroic. Right. right. So that is a weird. That's a weird sort of uh, like uh, jump. Like if if they knew they were going to have to do this with Black Panther, well, why would they spend so much time on Thor talking about you know a hero's journey and a hero right. dying in battle and the reward I of Valhalla and everything? Right. I just think it was just against his character. I just do. I just thought that was just kind of like a. I know why they did it. I mean, but I just don't think it was. I right, know, I just didn't like it. But I there's, like there's, it. I know why they did it. I think they had to do it this way. But it makes me question. Now, in retrospect, is right. is is Thor in bad taste now? Like the stuff they did with Jane Foster no, in bad I don't taste think so. because I think, I think no, I don't think so at all. I mean, well, well or or should they have had a little time for these two movies to breathe? <laughs> right before, because you're you're creating two completely different. Um, 
sort of scenario. More, There's not a similar morals, scenario. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> similar scenario, but two totally different takes on it. And one, they really underlined and bold and italicized a hero should die in battle. A hero should die in battle. A hero should die in battle. Well, Black, Black Panther died in sleep. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you know. Well, they, again, almost like Feige or whoever isn't overseeing this stuff anymore. I mean, the, the continuity or whatever. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is weird. Like, like maybe, maybe Thor first, then you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness, then Black Panther. Then, then it's like there's not. But if the, if you're watching these things in order, the last thing you saw was Jane Foster, you know, like not yeah. taking her chemotherapy so she could go save go save these people <laughs> and dying a hero's death. Right. And you, the first five minutes of this, Black Panther's dying off screen. In, uh, in, uh, you know, of this. But yeah, I, I, so. But that's I wish that's there was a, a way they could have done it better. But you know, no. See, I think they had to do it this way. I just uh, yeah. I question like the timing of it. It's just right. weird. It's 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 too. Uh, it's it's a one eighty. It's like it's that's our right. title of our episode. It's a one eighty. It's it gives you whiplash the whole scenario of what happened with Jane Foster and now what's having to happen with Black Panther. I so I think um <clears throat> crap, what was I gonna say? Um All right. So No, no, I, I got it, I got it, I got it. So, I got it. No, I got it. So one Thor Love and Thunder, it's it's Norse it's more it's uh, Norse mythology, is that how you say it? Yes. Yeah. So they believe in Valhalla and dying. Jane Foster didn't. She still got stuck there. Still. She was still. Jewish. She was Jewish, yeah. Ah, <laughs> yoy. Ah, uh, uh, yoy. Oh, what with the armor and the swords and the hammers and the oh. bing and the bangs and the pals. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Well, no. What were we talking about? Well, <laughs> what I was basically trying to say is it's two different It's two different religions. One okay. believes You're in right. dying in battle and one doesn't. Even though she's Jewish, it's <laughs> still the premise of Jewish. I may be making up the Jewish part. Chicken shit. You say Black Panther's chicken shit and doesn't believe in dying in battle. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah, so okay. it opens up with the death of Black Panther. And yeah. uh, they have a beautiful funeral uh. scene and everybody's wearing white. And we learned that Wakandans love to carve, mm. put your face on your casket. We've learned in this movie. <laughs> they learn, yeah. love to do a uh, almost a Han Solo uh, carbon freeze thing on the caskets. Uh, and then they kind of shoot them off into space, right? Didn't they? They take them up and I, what did they do? You know what they, they just, they just they them up into the ship, and I don't know where that ship went. Yeah, so interesting. All right. Well, really anyway, say. but that's how they open it. That's how they did with Chadwick Boseman and everything. And so, um, you know, it didn't go quite as Podman Ron had predicted, but I still would love to see you eat the hat, Brian. Nonetheless. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I this can't. this sucker was two, what, two hours and 40-some-odd minutes or something? I mean, it was... Yeah. Yeah, it was long. It was long. But, speaking of the hat, PMR said in this movie that we were going to get... Uh, they were going to bring back Killmonger. Right. Who everyone I, knows is T'Challa's older did. brother. Yes. They brought him back. 
And they were going to make, but it'll be Killmonger from another uh, dimension. Universe. Yep. That uh, was actually since he was the first, the oldest son. Yeah, of he would have been the king. Everyone knows he would have been named T'Challa. And then now, because they've opened this dimensional portal, now he's the Black Panther of the MCU universe. Right. That well, been I mean, Brad, here's the thing. That would have been a better movie. The movie was so full of dimensional, uh, dimension <laughs> right. hopping, you know, uh, hijinks. Yes. I, and th- I kept thinking, well, at any minute, he was going to be right. Yeah. When Shuri opened that first portal to another Earth, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Here he goes. I'm going to have to eat that fucking hat. <sighs> nope. Didn't quite work out that way. Let me Didn't just say that my my, uh, my tagline for this movie would be, uh, if you like The Office, after Steve Carell left, then you're going to love this movie. Because <laughs> this movie was like James Bond movie with no James Bond. It was like an MQ or Money Penny were going on the trail of the Pink movie. Panther. It's, it's <laughs> the son of the, of the Pink, Pink Panther, Panther Yeah, <laughs> son of the I Pink mean, Panther. Yes, without the Pink Panther. I mean, and it's a Panther. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I just felt like this movie. She did not. She did not carry this movie well, and I don't even think it's her fault because I don't think it's her fault either. Movie, I, they had this movie so spread out among all these other characters that so, they didn't even focus on her much, and they didn't let her just become this strong character. It, it was all over the place. I it mean, was all over the place, and she acted out of character from what we've seen her in before. Yes, right. absolutely. Yes. I get that she's in mourning. Yes, I get that she lost her father and her brother, and and she could she she was carrying the weight of of T'Challa's uh, death because. She's the scientist. She should be the one that, that can save him, and she and she failed. I get that. But at the same time, this did not feel like the same character right. as we Whoa. saw in Black Panther 1. Like, it, like Black Panther 1, she was cocky. She was, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, funny, charismatic. Right. None of that was happening here. None Whoa. of it. Like, it was a completely Whoa. different character. I get she's in mourning. But at the same time, it's like... If you want us to invest in this character, right? Give us, give her some growth. She had no growth. She, she. Well, they tried to though. Toward the end, they tried to, but not. They gave her. They gave her the the plot plot points, but her character, like the the way that her character was written, didn't evolve. Well, over like she was just as as angry and bitter and that sort of thing in the final scene as she was in the opening scene. She spent too much time grieving throughout the whole movie and then too much time denouncing, you know, the spirit gods and everything that make up a Black Panther. She's the whole time. And like you said, even at the end, she really never accepted anything. I mean, she accepted to be the Black Panther only because she figured out how to make the stupid herb. But yeah, she didn't. She's not the queen. Right. Yeah. Well, why wasn't she the queen? I kept getting phone calls from work and I never understood why well, I was why, when they why were going to have the, the queen you remember the ceremony thing at the waterfall you know when he fought Killmonger and everything in right. Black Panther right right because they fought for leadership when right. when uh, so you see they're all there for the ceremony and the the ship flies up and that the um the door opens but it's Mbaku that comes out instead and he goes right. I'm here to challenge for the for uh you know ruler of Wakanda 
But he didn't say who he was going to challenge against. Right. And what what they left him to Forrest Whitaker? Did he die? In the I think they did Wait. kill him. I think they did, yeah. Yeah, is that the old guy that yeah. was? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Killmonger yeah, in the scene with. Oh, uh, that's right. Killmonger yeah. killed him. So, but like, so I guess Mbaku's going to be the 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 king of yeah. Wakanda, right? Yeah. Uh, she never once said she wanted which, it, which is fine with me because between him and Angela Bassett, they both carried this movie. Because yeah. Angela Bassett was fantastic. I mean, her character was like I. I it was stupid of them to kill her because after she died, it was like, oh, well, this kind of sucks now. And then he, every time he was on screen, he was fantastic, too. They're the only two that really, yeah. to me, did anything on the screen that was worth anything. The uh, I get that. We'll see. And that's, PMR, that's what you were asking for. So you wanted a heroic death. You wanted a heroic death for T'Challa. They right. didn't give you that, but they gave, they built up. It's Ramonda, right? Yeah, right. But but what? And then that's is, that, that was, was death. too much. That was too much death, though. I mean, you've already got. You had a funeral at the beginning of the movie. Then you had a funeral in the middle of the movie. It was like, come yeah. on. I mean, yeah, this, that was is, this is getting a little bit repetitious. I mean, it was. It's just. Uh, it, it was well, getting boring. I mean, well, it honestly. felt like when when I'm watching the movie, it felt like it was two movies. That that it's like they're like, well, we. We had this is what we were going to do with the you know the Black Panther sequel before Chadwick Boseman died. This is what we were going to do, but we need to write another movie where we're mourning and addressing his death, and just kind of staple them together. So yeah, you know, page one through twenty four is the <laughs> new movie. Page twenty four through seventy six is the old movie. Page seventy six through. 115 is the is the new movie. It, it just felt it was it was really uneven, like yeah, the, really the, was. the way the movie was. Like <sighs> that they were trying to tackle way too much stuff. Um, it should they should have had a time jump. It should have been well, they did a year time jump. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it should have been a time. But it, oh, yeah, yeah, it was a time jump. There would have yeah. been a, it should have been a time. But when it comes back to the time jump. There's still more. There's still, like yeah, when it comes yeah, back to the time jump. That's when they're going right. to do the ceremony for his death. So it's like, why did you do a time jump after his funeral to pick up a year later, where they're continuing another ceremony that's based around his death? So like, why the hell would why why would you even do the time jump at that point if it's like you know funeral ceremony right. uh, commemorating the one year anniversary of his death? And it's just like one continual a, funeral. Here's what does thing I th- think they. They were doing, I, and actually, I thought this would have been better if they would have done this, but they ended up not doing it. I felt like they were trying to tease that what's her face from The Walking Dead? I can't ever pronounce her name in here. Okoye. Um, Okoye, yeah. Yeah, I felt like when she got fired and she, you know, the, the Queen Mother said, you know, go away, you're done, you know, you're, you're no longer a general. And she ran away. I thought she was going to pick up the mantle of the Black Panther. And I thought that's where it's going to, you know, she's going to be the new Black Panther. And I wouldn't have minded that. I mean, I thought, okay, she's a strong character. I thought this is, you know, Shuri's going to remain being Shuri the way she is, you know, with technology and, you know, not believing in all of that. And then we got a new Black Panther. She's going to do it. And 
that that storyline kind of went nowhere. She <laughs> got fired, but oh well, you're rehired and everything's fine. I mean, it was, well then, it was and then she got the power suit, but then they made two power suits, so it's not like she's her own superhero either. It's weird. No, I mean she's part of that thing right. again, but so now, I, I right, felt so, like that would have been a better better avenue. It would have been something different than waiting for Shuri to finally take up the mantle in the last, what, 30 minutes of the movie? I mean... Yeah, here's here's what I would propose this movie should have been. Like, the, the beginning, fine. You do the time jump. You forget all that whole ceremony thing at the campfire and all that kind of stuff. In the time jump, Suri goes back to, like, L.A., right? Because remember, at the end, she never left Wakanda. And at the end of Black Panther one, when he takes her and they open up that like right. that like uh, uh, inner city like yeah. you know youth center kids home yeah whatever yeah kids home which basically is what um oh, what's oh, what's her name the child is uh, oh the uh, Lupita well, I don't know her character's name yeah Lupita yeah so but here's the thing so if you did the time jump so. Ramona's still like presenting in front of the UN. Suri's been gone. She's not sulking around in in, in her lab. She left right. Wakanda. She's in LA. You get to flesh out that kind of stuff. So she's removed herself from Wakanda from the equation, and you don't realize that she's been working on creating the herb again. All you know is she just left, and she's she's estranged from Wakanda altogether. And instead of all the Riri Williams bullshit. Make that Suri. Just yeah, yeah. They they took that Riri Williams. They should have developed more Shuri than trying to develop Riri Williams. I mean, that. And was, here's, that I like Riri. I liked Riri Williams. I liked the the actress. I liked like I don't care about that character, but I like that actress. Like, but that so that's the thing is if if you took all the Riri stuff out and made that Suri, right? Suri's the one that created this thing. Or hell, Riri works at like this. You can make it almost like the Future Foundation, like that Riri is like a student at Surrey's lab or at that that right. beauty center, whatever it is, and she invents it, right? And the, but Surrey's off the table. Surrey's in L.A. Surrey's estranged. Ramonda's running the country. Nobody understands why, like um, why she, or, you know, why she's not back. Like she's just gone. But she's out. She's try, trying to recreate the herb, and so then. Instead of Suri going to get Riri, they go to attack Riri, and Suri gets pulled back into it to try and save Riri Williams, right? And that's yeah, how she I gets mean, pulled back into Wakanda. And at that point, then she's got to take, take up the mantle. But that year off would have given her growth, yeah, right? That, that's, and she could have put this film was missing. She could have put some of the baggage of T'Challa away because now she's helping these kids and she's working at this youth center that T'Challa founded. In the first right. movie, right. well, the thing—I mean, there was just too many, too many characters in this movie. Just too right. many. I mean, you had—it's like they—they they didn't trust Shuri to, to do this movie by herself, so they threw in everybody else in this. Even even Everett Ross. What the fuck was Everett Ross even in this movie for? I mean, he had no reason to be in this movie. And Julie Louise Dreyfus. Why was she even in this movie? She was horrible, by the way. I thought she was terrible. Um, well, see, I think I think that's another problem with the film is the because um, uh, Suri, the actress. Uh, oh man, what's her name? Letitia Wright. 
Yeah, because she was hurt for, like off and on during filming. I think they just kept filming other shit. Like, she's hurt. We don't have her for two weeks. Maybe. Film well, some more I, shit. I think you're right. I mean, and I then, honestly think you may be right on I that. Think, I think they, they kept tweaking the script and changing stuff and expanding other parts because they didn't have access to her and didn't know if she was going to come back to the production at all. I mean, there was questions if she was going right. to come back because right. of her injury. So I think between an une- the script being uneven, these parts get, getting di- like like really bloated for no reason to be bloated, like uh, adding all these extra you know cursory characters, and and just Suri's plot being so like she really didn't have any character development, and I think it's because they they all of her best stuff got got shifted to Riri Williams. Interesting. Yeah, so, I, there was well, no there was no need for Riri Williams. There was no need for Everett Ross, Louis Dreyfus, Contessa. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, none of that. They they did to really develop Shuri. If she was going to be the Black Panther, kind of wish she wouldn't have been. They should have went with my idea, but you know, should have went with the multiverse. So so well, here's the you know well, I was just going to say what they what was really evident about it though. It's like you know at the end she's. She's by the fire, and, and then they play. It was a nice tribute to Chadwick Boseman. They show all his scenes, you know, just do a montage of his different scenes throughout the Avengers movies. And they're they're flipping through that. And the only bad thing about it was, was, I was like, while I was watching that, I was like, God, I really do miss this guy. He should have been in this movie. I mean, it made it really apparent how strong of a lead he was and how good of a character he was. And it made how terrible this movie I had just finished watching was without him. I mean, it, I, I don't know if I would have put that in the movie. Just because it was like, oh. Made the movie worse for it. It really did. It was like, oh, this is what I could have had. Oh, but I got this shit instead. So, yeah, I, that wasn't exactly. They should have left the tribute at the beginning like they did, which is a nice tribute. But after I finished watching that I don't want to say turd, but finish watching that movie. It what seeing his montage is just kind of strengthened the fact that, yeah, it, you know, he, he was definitely missed well, in this movie. And let's talk about the B story or the B storyline, the other person we were trying to set up in this movie who had mm-hmm. a, 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 just as much screen time as Suri did, Namor. And what the hell, like his, his, like character arc, it's like all over the place. It's it's. Can I just say I'm I prefer, you? Good. Can, can I just say I prefer my name or not talking like my waiter at the Los Bravos Mexican restaurant? Well, you can say it. I'm sorry. You can I, say it like my. Montalban is. Namor is arrogant. He is obnoxious. He needs a more, more powerful command than this guy had. I'm sorry, this guy just sounded like a just a regular old Joe, just a Hispanic guy just talking. I mean, I'd, I'd be like me voicing Superman. I mean, do you want to hear this? Be no. Superman? No, no. that's not Nobody good. wants to hear that. At no, no point did Namor bring, ask him if he wanted to refill the chips. Well, you know, I was sure. waiting. <laughs> well, I now I enjoy I I like the the Maya uh, uh, 
legend type stuff, how they did that and all that kind of stuff. I, I thought that was pretty interesting because as we talked about, you know, they even though Namor, I had to look it up, came out before Aquaman in the comic books. Yeah, Namor came out, out in 1939. 39, two years afterwards, Aquaman came out. Uh, and they're both pretty much the same, you know, uh, storyline. Right. One aquatic mother or father and the other one whatever. Uh, but anyway, so, so but in the movie theaters, you know, the normal people out there, the plebes, you know, you couldn't have them from Atlantis or and have a, oh, well, you have a queen mother from Atlantis falling in love with a, a Coast Guard guy or whatever type stuff. So it makes sense that they changed the uh, the, the origin of them. I, it I, did. Yeah, I, I didn't even mind the origin of it, uh, honestly. I thought it was fine because it. Like Brad, you talked about it, it kind of tied into with the Black Panthers origin with the herb and all that. Yeah, so, they. I mean, it was again. It, it wasn't our Aquaman or Aquaman. It wasn't our Namor that we grew up with. But it's sort of like, okay, well, it's it suited the purpose of the movie. The plot demanded of the uh, uh, the herb turned Namor's people into who they were and underwater. And then Shuri using the bracelet that Namor gave her when it felt like there was going to be a love affair happening between those two. Uh, that's what no, ended up no, saving was, and creating the the new Black there Panther. Was no chemistry between them two whatsoever. That that was like they were trying to force it, but right. it, it just did not seem like they had well, any didn't even, chemistry whatsoever. It, it, to There's the other more points. chemistry between PMR and the guy that brings him his chips. <laughs> there was more love there. Actually, there is. I love my guy. That my, my, uh, but I'm not even sure. Guy. I couldn't tell if they were trying to make it a love story between Shuri and Namor. I, you know what I mean? It I never really know. got. Yeah. It didn't really force that point, or it didn't really I back think, off of it. It felt like they did. Yeah, but. I feel like there was a there was like well, let's see if this like uh, maybe in the script at one point they were going to be like well if we're like we'll unite our kingdoms with a right. marriage right like, like something like that and then they were just like there's no chemistry here just I forget that yeah but. Yeah, I got. I feel like that was going to be where it was heading was a, a, a union of the two countries, you know, by marriage. But no. Well, no. but like, think about this though. In the, it's in the same scene, like uh, in the first part of that scene where um, uh, Namor's taking Shuri through a tour of his like his city and everything. You see, it, it's in the exact same scene. He's ta- he's there's like uh, they're trying to make this chemistry between them, and at the end of the scene, he's like. If you do any, if you do anything, I'll I'll end Wakanda. I'll yeah, like, kill everybody. I'll destroy your entire city. It just it's a one eighty. It just completely one eighty. one eighty. The L one eighty. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I think like that was what uh, they probably scrapped it because there there was zero chemistry between these two actors. Now, but what I was saying originally though, PMR and Brad is. The the what is he doing? The roller he's rifling coaster. through his, his old comic books. I think I'm not sure what he's doing. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, I'm rifling through all that. Why? We're he's he's doing his podcast. recycling. You got to recycle. I'm recycling so, stuff. The uh, uh, the whole his story arc. It's. It's if you don't do if you don't help me uh, capture this girl and help let me kill her, we're going to go to war. Right. Hey, Siri, you want to come to my place and check out and meet all my friends? Oh, by the way, if you don't do what I want, I'm going to kill you and your right. whole family. A little uneven. So, but, but why did you let her go? Ah, she's good people. 
no, they betrayed you. I'm going to kill her. Like it was, yeah, it was. And then even at the end where he's like, where, when she gives him, when she, she lets him live, right. When she, she right. grants him mercy. And then, uh, Namora is like, why'd you, why'd you let her live? And he goes, ah, once the surface world turns on her, she'll come back to us anyway. <laughs> and it was just like, and then we'll kill her. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, well, okay, we'll kill her. It makes no, it makes no sense that they would want to kill Riri Williams if she already has made so, the machine they want to kill her for. So, because, so I mean, just just in case machine. of anybody, I mean, I'll, obviously a lot of spoilers. So Riri Williams evidently made a machine. Uh, the government commissioned her to make a machine to find uh, 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 vibranium underwater. Vibranium. Actually, the government didn't commission her. She did it as a school project. Oh, that's right. The CIA found out about it, and they took it. Ah, and they used go. it to find vi- vibranium. Right. And, but the machine's been made, so you just right. reverse engineer everything, and voila. I mean, well, it's no one's like smart enough to do that. She's the person... So, yeah, so mean, Namor finds out about it and assumes it was the Wakandans or whatever. Anyway, but that's what makes uh, I get somehow or another I forgot. Namor finds out that there was a scientist uh, that uh, created the machine, and so that's where he goes after her. So he goes to save her, and you know hilarity ensues, including hilarious. again Everett Ross showing up. Who, by the way, I'm sure someone else has said this before, but I said it to PMR afterwards. It wasn't until this movie that I rec- that it clicked with me. It's like, oh, why is his last name Ross? Like Thunderbolt uh, Ross. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't in the there? comics. No, He's but not it's just Thunderbolt Ross in the comics. But, but it just yeah. seems odd that they're reusing that name, right? That is weird. Whether it's yeah. in the comics or in the movies or whatever. But it clicked with me. I'm like, oh, well, that would make sense that they're somewhat related. They're both government figures whose last name are Ross and are in, involved in the Avengers and all this other stuff. A little, little coincidental. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Christopher Priest thing. Christopher Priest created Everett Ross ah. when, uh, when they did uh, um, Heroes Reborn yeah. back in the 2000s after. Uh, but yeah, Christopher Priest. I just missed my Henry Guyrich. Quantum, uh, quantum, uh, and Woody fame. Ah. I love Christopher Priest. So, but, uh, yeah, it's it served its purpose. See, ah, man, I'm sick of these movies though, like this. It's like you're going to see these movies not because it's a good movie, you're going to see this movie because you got to check off the agenda. And I'm right. this, and if I feel like that, surely the directors feel like that. Like, this movie, it didn't, does it need. Does this need to be a good movie? Nope. Does this movie need to advance the plot? Yeah. But at some point, all these movies are just going to be advancing the plot for something else to where it's like none of it matters. I still feel like... I I was just going to say real quick, and we still, it feels like, unless something's going to be revealed, it feels like we're we're completely rudderless here in the Marvel Universe, as opposed to... Yeah. Right. As opposed to having Thanos somewhere in the background or uh, or even General Ross somewhere in the background. There was something, you know, the end credit scenes always kind yeah. of tied something together. You're like, holy shit, I can't wait to see what happens in the next movie. And all of these just feel like they're such standalone movies, which is fine. But it's not what we the past decade of okay. what we had with Marvel. Right. And, and, Before we get to the end credit scenes, though, let's. 
Well, I, I was gonna go, go ahead. I was gonna mention something though. Like, so they got to decide: is the is what's what's more important, Disney Plus or box office? Disney Plus or box office? This movie just made one hundred eighty million, and they spent a good third of this movie setting up two Disney Plus TV shows. Secret Invasion and and Ironheart, and it's like, like, uh, but then you go watch Secret Invasion and Ironheart, and they're going to be like, well, well, we can't really do anything here either because what right. about the movies? Right. So it's like, like, like between TV movies, advancing the plot for the phase, all this stuff. It's like they've tied themselves into a knot. Where either nothing happens, yeah. or it's or, or it's so much expo- exposition, or so many so much advance the plot, advance the plot, advance the plot for something that very likely is going to be diminishing returns. Uh, that you you're not making any good movies anymore. The movies are yeah. all about advance. It's it's like multiverse of madness. It's like well, we got to pay off what happened in in. Uh, uh, one division, but only you know a quarter of the people that that are coming to see that movie watched one division. So who gives a shit, right? And so, but so it's like you can't. And then I don't know. It's it's so. It's just different from the first the first mess. decade. Yeah. The bad the bad things about this movie is it's for one thing is you don't really have a black panther. You have a black panther the last thirty minutes. Of that. It's it's basically a a couple of not even I mean it's one battle scene at the end you finally get a Black Panther. That's to me I mean that's just such a letdown to sit two and a half hours into a movie and that's the last you know Black Panther's been always been one of my favorite characters back in the Avengers back when I was growing up so to see him just relegated or her now relegated to the last thirty minutes of a movie that for them. Kind of stuff. I, I did like. I did like the. Uh, I'm just gonna call it Atlanteans. Fuck it. I don't know what the fuck their <laughs> name are, but I did like the Atlanteans. I thought they were. Kind it's Tylo Khan. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tylo Khan. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck They're Atlanteans. Fuck that noise. Yeah, fuck that noise. Uh, yeah, I like the way they turned blue when they came to the water. I like their little. You know, their their, oh. their crazy. Hold on a minute. They're haunting. You know, the way they the mermaids. You know, lure people in like this. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I thought they were cool. Um, Atuma? I didn't mind Namor, too. I just didn't like some of the... He just didn't command the presence that Namor commands in well, the I think, comic. I, mean, I think you hit it. If he was more been. cocky or condescending yeah, or something absolutely. like that, then that would have changed everything. Yeah, to be like you Wakandans, you don't. I don't need you. Yeah. You need me or something like gonna, that. If you're gonna, yeah, you know, you you need that condescending arrogance about his. You know, even if he's gonna have that his accent, he's gonna have a condescending arrogance about it. But he didn't. He just just, just seemed like a a regular old guy, just like well, oh, whatever. And he even says like if if Wakanda and uh, Tyler Khan go to war, he has. You know, an army that's ten times the size of a Wakandan army. If he's got such a huge army, why is he asking for Wakanda for help? Right, right. I mean, it's just, yeah, none of that. It's just, I don't know. It was a waste of two hours. Uh, <laughs> there's really nothing I, that I really enjoyed about the movie. It was just 
long. At one point, I turned to Odin, uh, Brad's son, and was like, oh, my God, is this going to start back up again? Because, <laughs> you know, we had gotten the final battle, and then, like, Namor was talking to uh, Namor at the end when he's doing his little finger painting on the wall. And uh, <laughs> I got a phone call, so I had to go answer a work call. And then I came back. I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to go back – is this about to start back over again? Because I thought, oh, we're going to get to another scene in the movie. We're going to fight again. Thank God it ended. Thank God it ended. But then we get to the end credit scene. Well, let's go to the final battle, though, really quickly. Just okay. the, so, I, I wish Alex was here for this podcast. Uh, he would be uh, one. Rolling around, rolling his eyes he, around. He'd be the apologist, one. Uh, two, it'd be all about the beautiful cinematography. That could they have found a more lackluster like place to have the final battle? Yeah, I mean, it was like he talked about you know, well, DC, everything's in the desert and Black Adam. Well, that's 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 exactly what they did here. They're on this nondescript desert beach, like it's a desert next to the ocean. Uh, okay, but it and so they're fighting, but they had to have it in a desert, but also within you know, 30 yards of the surf. So, so uh, it was, that whole yeah. thing was just bizarre. Like why uh, the, the, the setup for the battle, the, the scene for the battle, it was them just, uh, he can fly and they're just rolling around on the beach, like punching each other. And, he and cut one of his little feathers off. The staff. Yeah. Think about the final battle between Killmonger and, and Black Panther. I would have went for the nose bone. <laughs> Instead of the wing, that like that would have ripped yeah, that nose bone out. Yeah, hurt it. Yeah, that seemed like it would hurt a lot. Of but like this fight was really low key. The the battle at the end between the two of them, they're just on a beach, like punching each other. This is like uh, there's not really much superpowers going on in this in this battle, and they're in this really drab setting for the battle. And I guess maybe it's because of of. Letitia Wright's injuries and stuff. I don't know, but it's uh, even it's all even CGI. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's in the suit of CGI. It's it, the the final battle is just kind of. Yeah. I was afraid that they were going to kill Namor off. I thought they were at the end. Oh, I, I'm like, I can't. You can't do that. <laughs> you know, it's like, please well, don't do that. And they didn't, which is good. But I thought they were going to for a minute. Well, and we haven't talked about Killmonger returning, and we haven't talked about. They never said this, but like when the Talokan people are blue versus flesh colored, right? Underwater, does that make any goddamn sense? Yeah, it does. It makes total sense. How? Because when they when they when they're in the water, they get oxygen, so they their skin turns pink. They're they get oxygen, but when they're out of the water, they lack oxygen. So they they turn blue. All right, sounds but good. But when they're coming out of the water, they're already blue. And then no, when she's no. giving birth to Namor, her head's out of the water, and she's she's uh, like yeah. flesh colored. Potato, potato, potato. Well, I thought that well, it's it was be one way or the other. I thought it was supposed to be a lighting type thing at first, like you know, just that. Blue skin and, like and blue water, like you know, made it different color, you know, just more of a physics type thing or something like that. I thought that's what it was. And then it was like, oh, no, they're they're Caucasian looking or, or Hispanic looking. Yeah. 
in the water, yeah. but then as soon as they touch the air, they're blue or whatever, as opposed to just but staying yeah, but blue like the whole time. Yeah, but when they come out of the surf, they're blue. It's like, I mean, like they're already blue coming out of the surf, and it's like, well, what the? Why, why are they already blue? And, and then and then when she's giving birth to Namor and she's and her head's out of the water, it like no sense. She's flesh colored giving birth to Namor. It's like it couldn't. It just didn't make sense. Like I like I again. I don't know if that's something they decided to do. You know, midstream and already had some scenes cut that that and just were like ah oh, fuck it. Or or they they did the they wanted him to always be blue. And then when they when they actually tried to do the underwater scenes, you couldn't see a damn thing. Couldn't Maybe see that a damn thing if they yeah. were blue. Yeah. So they're just like, oh well, uh, whatever looks better on screen, make them that color. Yeah. So, which is probably the truth of it. And I, can't well, you guys... I think it's always been like that. I think it's always been underwater. They they white, they turn blue. Right, but they were blue in the water coming out, and then they're underwater, and they and they're flesh colored. Right. There's a reason. No, no, no. Like her head's out of water, and she's flesh colored when she's giving when she's uh, like. Was her head out of water? I didn't believe her head was. Yeah, maybe, like they're, they're, maybe because the majority of her body is still in the water, she's still breathing. Oxygen well, when they come water. up, <laughs> to see that doesn't make sense because when they're coming up, you see several scenes where their head just pops up and it's blue. Uh, we don't know. It's just weird. It'll be explained. What do you got, Jonah? Jonah was gonna say something. Oh yeah. I can't believe you guys haven't really mentioned this. The only two things that are carrying this movie is the cinematography and the exposition. Now, I'm not trying to sound like Alex, but, but, you, but you're you doing a good a job. Movie, you don't think of cinematography and exposition. You think of action, battle, and everything like that. And when, when you think of cinematography and exposition, you think of something like Avatar or something like that. That's like... It's it doesn't make sense and well exposition is going to be the, them telling you a lot a data dump of information so yeah there was a lot of yes that. but that, there yeah. was a lot of that that's what yeah too much I just want to see what, people get their ass kicked wait it did so when he finally decided to attack Wakanda did you enjoy that battle where he's zipping around with those little wings making them fly at Mach ten. I thought I thought I thought it was kind of dumb when Shuri slices the little wing off. I honestly and he goes, think, "Ow, my wing!" Yeah, it's oh, the dumbest yeah. thing. Yeah, what was that? You think Namor would have whined like that? Look how no. Oh, that's I, do think, I do think that what they should have done, and Brad, we talked about it. That when they were doing the little Namor origin story, they should have done a little. Uh, him say something like, you know, once I helped the surface world during the fight of Madman, and there would be a scene between him and Captain America in World War II. And then Captain America, the scene, Captain America would have been making a promise, you know, your secret's safe with me, you know, and, and name more drums in the ocean. Kind of a time back to their days back when they were invaders together. And then you could have had something. That would have been cool. That would have been. Yeah. That would have actually been a, a neat little. Uh, and kind of help explain that he's, you know, whatever he is, he's five hundred years old. We don't know how old he is, but yeah. other than he's, I've been around for a long time, or whatever he said. Right. Yeah. Well, and let me ask yeah. you this too: if you're gonna have Namor, and you're gonna have a character called Namora, and he's old enough to be her father. Or grandfather, right. or something like that. Like, how many of those ki- of these well, kids you- in this in this in this uh, underwater 
oh, happened to be named, yeah, No Love. And I haven't even named Namor, uh, some variation of Namor. And, uh, like, well, how many of these in the population are his children? Well, let me ask you this, though. Do you know, can they all age old? I mean, are they all, only he can age? No, uh, yeah, you know? just him because he's a mutant. Well, they are all mutants, aren't they? No. No, he is. That's why he has the wings on his feet and all. <clears throat> okay. What about this though? When <laughs> okay. when when he says that he has like ten times the amount of their troops, but when they finally get on that boat, it's an equal amount uh, to the people well, to on the Wakandan be- side. Why wouldn't you bring more people into the army to like better your chances of winning? And furthermore, why wouldn't you bring some of those troops troops to well, help you fight Shuri? Or 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 it's a boat. They can swim and breathe underwater. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just sink it? Why would you send people to? Why would you send your your army to scale this battle to fight these people on a Ugh. level playing field right. instead of just sinking the damn boat and letting them all drown? Well, all I know is when he and Suri were on the back of the the spaceship and saying that, never mind, call off the battle. There were still a shit ton of them still trying to climb up that ship. <laughs> we, we were making the joke of they were making we were making the joke about like in Sh- the Shazam movie where uh, you know the guy's making the big the bad guy soliloquy the speech and you mm-hmm. know Shazam you cut to Shazam he's like what and they're you know like a mile apart or whatever to, right. it's kind of the same you know they're way up there saying you know it's okay stop fighting and people are like climbing up the, the side of the hole yeah, of the so ship like, like, what did he say did he say stop fighting or start fighting the noise of the battle there's the noise of the ocean they're, they're, they're just up there saying you know, it's okay the air. I mean it should. It, you should have had a post credit scene. Somebody finally gets to the top right. of the boat, and it's uh, like, Whoa, "All right, no, it's over." What? And then them Why just you talk? splash. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, just wanted to see him like. I just wanted to see him like say, "Hey, the fight's over," and they all just hung it out. Because like you yeah. see, you see so many of them just fall off the boat and just get immediately killed. Right. Like, how do you just stop that? Uh, like, they okay. Know. They okay. They're all good. Well, but yeah, like the, the whole the whole premise of they're on a boat. They have bombs, right? They have those water like, bombs. Once they once they took out that echo thing that was like that deterrent. Why would you send anybody else on that ship to die? Right. Just blow up the damn ship, sink it. Well, uh, along with all yeah, of this stuff, yeah, that made no sense. I, I had high. Everybody had high hopes for Namor and everything. Uh, the other thing that stood out to me that was, again, kind of the hallmark of Marvel movies nowadays, and maybe I shouldn't say Marvel movies, but just superhero movies in general, uh, there was a fair amount of green screen, it felt like, or, yeah. or uh, the, the platform or whatever the thing's called, or whatever screen. Uh, and then the uh, Midnight Angels costumes looked like high-quality cosplay as opposed to movie metal i mean it just did yeah everything looked kind of cheap in a lot of scenes and, and to the point where the helmet was too big for their head right it made like no sense they didn't even bother like slimming it down to where it looked no it was just like just just like you see but, it at a convention the, the helmet you know right it looked uh, like the like anti-monitor 30 percent bigger than it should be right what's that it looked like the anti-monitor from DC. Maybe it did yeah. in the comics as well, Those the armor or whatever. But Riri's armor looked kind of cheap. 
uh, their armor looked cheap, and so it just sort of really took it away. And, and let me ask you this. Let me propose something real quick. Since Midnight Angel is a new character, that, that doesn't exist in the comics, right, PMR? I've never heard of it, no. All right. So, and since there's two of them, right? why wouldn't they be, it'd be the Midnight Sister, the Midnight Sisters? Um, you would think so. Doesn't Midnight Angel. Sister sound better than Midnight Angel? Especially because you can say there's two of them. Right. We're the Midnight Sisters. We're like an order, like like an order of nuns. Right. It's the well, Midnight right. Sister. Yeah. Yeah, well, well you they're know. not nuns. Like, they're still baby people. No, I'm, just, I'm not saying they're nuns. I'm just saying, like, it's an order. They're a warrior. They're, it's an order of warriors. So you could say they're, they're, they're like a... I don't know. Well, they're or, already but, that. They're already the menage a trois. Right. Whatever, yeah, you know? the menage a trois. But yeah, the. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems like. I mean, it does seem out of care that you had the Dora Melage or menage a trois, as Pilmar yeah. says. <laughs> and then you have, oh, well, this is Midnight Angels. You know, I mean, comp- not <laughs> seemingly an English name as opposed to a Wakanda name, which I'm guessing Nor- Dora. That's true, too, yeah. You know, so that seemed a little odd, but that's okay. Well, why that's would a, you why would you name them the Midnight Sisters if by the end of the movie they're in a relationship? That that just seems kind of weird to me. <laughs> they're not in a relationship with each other. Yeah, they, they are. No, that was two different. No, they're all. You didn't watch it again. It was they two were lesbian uh, it up. Not not um, Okoye, Okoye and uh, I don't know. Michelle Coel was, or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Yeah, so Midnight Sisters. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, before we get to the end, because I think PMR wants to get to the end, I had said that my kind of ending of who the Black Panther should have been, because, again, I like M'Baku. Uh, 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 oh, shit, what's the guy's name? Winston Duke. Winston, Winston Duke, Duke, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, every scene that he's in, and, and same for the, the first movie, he was fantastic. Uh, I, I was kind of thinking that after the big fight, and uh, Suri would go to him and say, you know, uh, with great power comes great responsibility, and I'm not ready for this quite yet. I was, uh, you know, ready to kill a man or, you know, have some sort of, again, kind of a character development or something yeah. and say, you are the one. You should you should have been the Black Panther and let him be the Black Panther, and she would have been the queen or the scientist or whatever. So I was expecting, kind of hoping that he would end up being the Black Panther at the end, but that didn't happen either. That'd be a pretty bulky Black yeah. Panther, though. That's okay. I would like that. I would like that. I just to have just Burley. so that Black Panther Brad three would have <laughs> like I'm big and burly. Just so that Black Panther three would have him <laughs> in it, you know, more than this. Um, yeah. But anyway, well, and then that's the thing too is like there was no conversation about her being queen. Nobody questioned whether she would be the queen. Nobody like she, the 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 she's the heir to the throne. Nobody said boo about her being the like about being the queen. Not the council when she crashes through the ceiling. She's there, like <laughs> nothing. She just—it's just like they completely avoid that topic altogether. Well, they still—they still call her princess too. Now, yeah, yeah, that, after yeah, she would be the queen. She'd be the queen. So, and there was still, hell, Namor called her queen. Hmm. Namor said, "Now you're the queen," and took off after. He killed them all. Oh yeah. So, yeah, he he recognized her as the queen, but nobody else did. No, it was just really weird. 
And I think yeah, all of that is the whole tension between. I, I think there was a, a a lot of people that didn't that were that were ready to like. Well, I think one you you had a divided camp between people that wanted to recast T'Challa and the, the camp that didn't. I, then I think as the movie, as the filming and all went on, I think she didn't make any friends, right? With 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 some of her takes because it wasn't there like a whole like she didn't want to get vaccinated thing going on. Yeah, there, and then yeah. she and got, then injured she got injured too. Yeah. So like I think like uh, there was producers and stuff that, that even at the end of the movie you're just like we're not committed to this character. Uh, don't you. don't don't give her don't because pr- if you look they didn't prop her up for anything. Like they, the way they've left this, we could never see yeah. Suri again. She's not the queen, right? They, there is a T'Challa, right? She's got her powers, but she's not in Wakanda. So is she the protector or isn't she? There's a power <laughs> vacuum. You don't know who's going to fill it, but they haven't proposed anyone else either, other you know than Mbaku. So it's so, like, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, but it's it's basically like they're like. You know what? Don't hang, don't hang your hat on Siri in any way because we're not committed. We don't know if, well, if, if we want to go back to uh, Letitia right. White. You make a good point. I mean, this, that's. I feel like you. I think you just made the, the best point of this whole movie. This whole thing is the whole movie just felt like that. It felt like we got you through this. Here's Shuri at the end of Black Panther, but don't you know? Don't get used to it. Don't get used to it because we're we've got we've got something else in the works, which I think is where our in scene comes in. Well, are we going to have another time jump? Are we going to have another five year time jump? Like the miracle of the miracle of uh, the Marvel Universe. You can just look at Ant Man's daughter; she just aged. You know that was because of the time jump, because of the blip. Well. Well, that's true, but right now you're looking at like Kang, where he can he could age him. So yeah, something yeah. could happen. He could age. I mean, he could age up, and his name just happens to be T'Challa. <laughs> yeah. That so, kid looked like he was eight years old. Well, let me ask well, you this: aged ten years, so he's eighteen. Yeah, teenage so, Panther. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. That's what we're going to say is. Uh, in three years, I mean, that kid, he looked like he was six. And sure enough, man, he like he was just the can list and everything. Like, can we get to that scene? If, if we mean, don't get another black, hold on. If we don't get another Black Panther movie for five years, yeah, and they nope, just say, that'll be oh, fine. Yeah, he's a teenager. Yeah, he's a teenager. Yeah. And then, so, and then you make, if you want Surrey back, she's the White Panther. Done. Yeah. Why? So we're going to believe that T'Challa just was a deadbeat dad and just let his kids go live somewhere else? I mean... In Haiti of all places? No, no, they explained it. Then tell his sister? I mean, I bet she's like, I, you know, I mourned your ass and I wasn't even important enough to let me know that I had a fucking nephew. Yeah, that is, that is messed up because he came to her to tell her that he was sick and that, and then, and that he needed her help. And so then she became basically his primary care physician, <laughs> and she's the one you know working twenty twenty four hours a day trying to find a cure for him and, and create. But yeah, so he comes back to her because she's the only one that could potentially save his life, but doesn't tell her about his kid. Tells oh. Ramonda, right? Tells Ramonda off screen, right? Yeah, right. 
and then, and then the, the argument is, well, he wanted the child to be raised outside. He didn't want the child to be raised with the pressure of of uh, of the Wakandan it, royalty. Yeah, the pressure of living in a paradise. utopia. Yeah. Instead of shit a whole Haiti. Instead of Haiti. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. The pressure of getting yeah, literally got, everything you want. He got to meet Sean Penn in Haiti. So so I could live in Wakanda, which has the most technological advanced society as the fucking prince, or I can live in shithole Haiti. <laughs> it looked lovely there. <laughs> I'm going with Haiti. And go work for a McDougal's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm the rest of your hall. No, no, really. Well, I'm the prince of Wakanda. Also, I mean, <laughs> if you're dying of a disease, shouldn't at some point maybe she could examine the kid and, you know, add some of his stem cells? In him? Or or maybe T'Challa would have been like, you know what, I'm dying. Maybe I want to. Maybe I want to have my child by my side. Like, no, no, no. Or my child, or my my, my wife, lover, whatever. My lover, wife. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, so he it's never that married her. Off. He was he was just done. What did you say, bro? He didn't marry her either. I guess we don't know. So yeah, the uh, uh, yeah. Uh, this whole movie, I think. I think if you, no, we'll that's stand. that's what you've got is you have people the the camp that wanted to recast T'Challa, the camp that wanted Suri, they leaned towards Suri, and Letitia Wright made them regret that decision throughout this whole filming thing. The producers and everybody got more and more and more sour on her, the and, and her absence. From the writer, from the from production, and and the writers, tweaked, kept tweaking the story away from her. And then at the end, they they did not want to commit to to Letitia Wright in any meaningful way as the Black Panther. She's the Black I'll Panther you, in name would, only. But she she may or may not be the protector of Wakanda. She definitely isn't the queen of Wakanda. Like it, uh, she's not she's not even in Wakanda. So, yeah, like. Uh, so weird. This is so weird. I would have rather seen Angela Bassett be the Black Panther because she was, she was. Yeah, she was great. I mean, man, that scene, that first scene with her when she goes before the council, and she's got that look of like I'm about to just tear into all of you guys. Well, even like she was so strong. Like you compare her to what the guy that they cast is to Chaka. Yeah, that guy oh, looks yeah. like a chump compared to to Angela Bassett. Yeah, man, you're right. I mean, she was so powerful, man. She was awesome. But so, what would so, you give us, guys? I think we beat that. Yeah, we oh. beat that like a oh, I, Wakanda and Prince. I'd probably give it a three out of five. I would agree with that. I think I'll give it a three as well. Yeah. I'll give it a three. Uh, that's what I was giving it a three out of five. Okay. All right. Pretty consistent. You know, I had, to, I had told PMR this as well. I mean, I guess I read a a non-real spoiler or whatever, but I thought I had read that uh, Dr. Doom was making an appearance here. They said at one point that it, well, like, he was supposed to. Yeah. 
But, but they again, they like, didn't want it to be, you know, a good movie. So. <laughs> well, I, I was telling PMR that I was, because in my mind, again, either I had read that or dreamt it or whatever. So in my mind, I was like expecting, you know, trying to figure out where Dr. Doom would appear. Uh, and so in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's trying to make a vibranium armor or something like that. And that would be how Dr. Doom gets tied in with Black Panther and Namor and eventually Fantastic Four. So I kind of, in my mind, I started putting that together, saying that, ah, so Namor is going to make a deal with this guy who needs vibranium for, you know, armor or something like that. But that didn't happen. Yeah, but at the same time, like, if, if Namor was, his army was depleted, it would make sense why he was trying to go to Wakanda for help. Right. And then going, and then, well, Wakanda turned him down, so he goes to uh, Latveria, yeah. right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, he makes the point repeatedly that, that his army is tenfold bigger than any army on Earth. And it's like, so why, why the hell do you need help to begin with then? And, and just, I don't know. Just take over Wakanda at that point. Yeah, they were already in. And, and the whole thing with, like, I've given you seven days. Bury your dead. And then, well, yeah, like, I mean, you just killed her mother. Do you think she's going to come around? Like, <laughs> she, you know, I don't know. Well, again, you know, one thing that I also thought might have happened in the, uh, and, I, and I guess it would be too much like the Aquaman movie. But, you know, well, in, in, um, in the old days, when Namor would attack the U.S., when he would attack uh, New York and everything, he would always have these weird sea creatures, you know, roaming through New York and stomping buildings like Godzilla or something like that, right? And, and so yep. I was kind of half-assed no. expecting something like that happening uh, in, uh, in Wakanda. But then it's like, oh, well, you know, because... Aqua, the Aquaman movie had the kind of bizarro sea creature, so they couldn't do that either. Well, um, and he also didn't do a tidal wave. Like, right, right. Nothing. Think about that, too. Like, he's the, the king of the sea, so he made, like, their toilets overflow? <laughs> That's like, there, the, right. the city started flooding, but it started flooding from, like, the sewer system. It wasn't like a tidal wave. It was just like, like yeah. even that, like, why, why the hell wouldn't he attack with a tidal wave? You could have seen the tidal wave hitting the, the shields and, and and then potentially breaching the shields. Yeah. Around he, just wanted to, he didn't want to kill everybody. He just wanted to give them a warning. Just wanted no, to make them where they just, couldn't go He the just bathroom. wanted to brutally kill, what, two, 200 people and the queen of Wakanda. And then, and then, Here's the thing and then ask to, to partner up with Wakanda. I hate this half-ass stuff, too, because... He didn't technically kill Ramonga. Right. He broke the glass screen and she drowned. So technically, he manslaughtered her ass. <laughs> he didn't kill her directly. Now, right. he tried to put the spear through her heart and the glass stopped it. The glass <laughs> broke yeah. and she drowned. But she could have lived if she didn't want to swim down to, to, to save Riri Williams. So technically, Namor didn't kill no. her. It's manslaughter. Yeah. Really Why? Why? Like, just either, either, uh, stupid. Like, that's, that's Marvel 101. It's, uh, well, you know, and again, you know, as we talked about the, the battle at the beach, the battle on the ship, and the battle in Wakanda, and all that kind of stuff, that, again, I think one of the things that, to me is missing and and all of these things i've said you know there's no superhero stuff happening in superhero movies anymore 
you know, no one's a superhero. You know, Thor's battling people out in outer space and stuff, and Doctor Strange. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's just no superheroism to it, uh, heroism, and and there's no to coin a phrase, borrow a phrase from from Brian. You know, there's no stakes anywhere. You know, again, you go, you think back to whatever, <laughs> fifteen years ago or whatever, in the first Avengers movie, and. Not that you thought any of the Avengers were going to get killed or anything from the stake-wise, but, you know, buildings were getting crumbled, and, I mean, it was like huge disaster movie-type feeling, and nowadays everything's, you know, like, oh, well, let's go fly them to the deserted island so that they can battle it out and no one gets hurt, and there's no, you know, I don't know if that's because of, in a post-9-11 world, it's unsavory to have buildings collapsing and all that, kind of like in Man oh, of Steel or Avengers whatever. Show. What's that? As I was say, Avengers Man of Steel was after. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, but, so. you know, is it, do you just not do that anymore? Has, has, has sentimentality sort of gone I think back in the day, everybody up? bitched about it so much. I mean, yeah. everybody bitched about, there was the time where you had these, and this one, to me, was a huge battle that, just got overcrowded at the end. Right. You know, it was just too much. Too many people to keep up well, with. Well, I mean. the problem is it's uh, lazy writing, right? Like, so where everybody, where, where a lot of this turned was in Batman v Superman, right? right. And then the Super and Man of Steel, because the whole battle between Zod and, and right. Superman just destroyed everything. Like, they just destroyed the city and nobody, like, complete disregard for, for bystanders. Right. right, but it's Superman fighting one on one with Zod. It's so they could have worked in some stuff where he's trying to save people, and that's part of the reason why Zod's beating his ass is because he can't he can't go full full tilt, and he's got to try and save people and, and uh, instead and go into defense mode instead of offense mode. So you could have done it, right? Uh, they didn't. They didn't even bother with it. And I think that's where this fatigue came from, and to the point where people made such a point about it that right. that's that's how they did Batman v Superman. Right? Was that's Batman's or Super, uh, Batman's whole gripe with Superman is that he didn't save anybody. Right. Well, now, like you get team movies, and then you've got Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch that can be relegated to saving people because if if Hawkeye punches Thanos, it ain't going to do shit anyway. So, in a team movie, you can do some of that stuff, but in a solo movie. You want the mayhem, but if you have too much mayhem, then it's like, well, the hero, you know, human life doesn't matter to this hero. So it's uh, yeah. so, and, and and then honestly, it's it's the whole well, we're, put them on a desert island. It's the let's say we're, we're, we're way over budget. Way. Yeah, we're way over budget. So the the final battle scene, nobody's wanting to see, you know. A backdrop to it, so just have them punch it out on a right. on a beach, on an empty beach. Just easier, yeah. But again, no stakes. Well, no, no one's sense. in danger. They were trying to. Time. They were trying to get half the fight on land and then half the fight on the sea. That that's that's the whole reason behind it. They couldn't just have Surrey fighting Namor right. on the but boat. But you would think Namor being five hundred ish years old <laughs> and and like the uh, the king. Like the greatest warrior of their race, uh, and his kryptonite's water, right? You would think, like uh, he could strategically gotten uh, worked the battle back towards the water until 
Right. He would know not to get lured out of it too much. Yeah, lured to get out of it. Man, I'm parched. Woo! Imperious Rex, I am thirsty. So. He doesn't even die from Surrey. He dies from dehydration. He's like walking to the beach and you just see him pass out. Yeah. So. All right, well. Well, Ian, what about what about the, uh, I guess, uh, just like Star Wars, everybody can be run through with a lightsaber, pike, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's okay. Like, there's no vile, listen, there's no vile organs right in the middle of somebody. <laughs> it's like, we're all made like donuts. Missed it it's by just that fatty much. tissue right in the middle. Yeah. There's not a stomach or intestines or, or liver or, you know, none of that's there. It's you take you take well, one ride in the belly button. You're totally fine. I think she gets healed. I think they heal fast. The suit helps her heal she fast. She had the herb. Yeah, yeah I guess herb. so. I guess, but Only again, Chala didn't heal fast. <laughs> yeah, that didn't help him. Uh, but again, you would think that there would be some sort of more or. Not, I don't even know. I, should, I feel like an idiot saying that you would think. Yeah, that some sort of a struggle. She goes from being impelled by a, a spear or whatever it is, and then he walks away, and then she she cuts she cuts you know she cuts off at about foot, and then kind of drags herself off of, it. and then the neck like literally within seconds she's like doing flips over him and all this kind of stuff, just, as opposed yeah, to kind of to like walk it off. yeah she just she completely walks it off in a few seconds, <laughs> as opposed to there really being a struggle, and you're like oh my god she's so heroic that she's fighting through all this pain. And she's got to do this for her people. Now she just walks it off for a few seconds, does a couple of backflips, and she's okay. You know, there's again, there's no appreciation for the character that way. Yeah. But just think of like I, I don't know if I'm the only one that saw this, but I thought the the last fight scene w- between Namor and Suri was so awkward because there was no music at all. You like every time they walked, you could hear the sand like. It, the scene was just completely silent. And when you're seeing Suri like flip over people and stuff and you, you're, there's no background music or anything. It's just like, Oh, I didn't notice that. It's just boring. I did notice whenever we would have uh Namor on screen when he's flying, you could hear the, you know, his little fluttering wings. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, um, I can't wait to hear uh, Alex's dissertation of this movie because he seemed, I think he liked it quite a bit, right? He liked it. There's no way he didn't like it. The only things he focuses on are cinematography and uh, uh, culture. (laughs) We'll have to see. We'll have to see what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, so what else we got to cover? I've got uh, uh, like a uh, um, retro review. If anybody wants to go to it. I don't know if I have that much tape left. We're at the two-hour mark right now. <laughs> That's fine. We can uh, we can save it for the next podcast. So, so where, where's all, where are the podmen is going to be appearing at? Uh, well, I'll, I, I plan on heading back down to the kitchen and getting something to drink. Yeah, I'm going I bad. noticed they asked that another pod, pod so, does, so, uh, you know, Okay. Uh, Brad, where, where's your next appearance at? Nowhere. I'm going to go to bed after this. I'm going to set this sucker to encode, and then I'm heading off. It'll be done in the morning. What's your uh, guy? Anything coming up? Anything? Huh? Any uh, appearances coming up? Anything going on? Uh, I'm just. He'll be appearing in uh, in his seventh grade classes tomorrow. Yes. Okay. 
Part Dude, our real names. Everybody what? check out our Instagram account. Our Instagram is blow. I don't know what social media director Whoa, you guys have hired. But we hired a new one. He, she, they are doing a fantastic job. No, Brian's, Brian's knocking it out. Uh, the Podmen is our uh, Instagram. All one word. The Podmen. One, one, one lower, one lowercase word. The colon pod colon <laughs> men colon <laughs> colon the podcast. No, it's one word. It's the pod men. One word. Okay, very good. On Instagram. Uh, well, yeah. So far, I've th- I've seen that we se- we seem to be getting the same likes on it from the same people that we know. <laughs> but yeah, and well, and then, then there's the, the the likes we get that are like it's got to be bots. Yeah, like, completely. It's, we're getting you guys are such Debbie Downers. Come on, man. Every time we post it, the same like three like accounts like it. Yeah. Um, right about the same interval. It's like we post it. And about ten minutes later, boom! There's the like. Yeah. So you know what? You're insulting our our listeners. So you need to quit. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. Maybe. Maybe. I got something uh, very special for our listeners to uh, to post later on. Oh, okay. What's that? uh, You'll just have to check it out. Yeah, you check it out. It's an inside. It'll be an inside joke, specifically to two of our listeners. Oh. So, <laughs> which listeners would those be? Accounting for eighty-five percent of our, <laughs> or well, like, the math doesn't work. Uh, Accounting for sixty-six and a percent of our uh, fan base. So, all right. Well, hey, I, I, we're next. Hopefully, we'll get Alex on before, uh, before our big Thanksgiving episode coming up. I know everybody will want to tune in for that. Does anybody want to uh, do a? Uh, has anybody seen or will be seen the Fableman? I mean, is that something that? Uh, yeah, I want to go see it. I don't, yeah. and I, I, hopefully, it'll still be in theaters come Thanksgiving because that seems like well, a Thanksgiving kind of movie. But well, it's supposed to be everywhere Thanksgiving. I What's think a Thanksgiving I, movie? Like a, a family, know, like a sweet family, family sort of movie you can go see. Yeah. You know, in a big. You group. want to get away from your family? Yeah. Or yeah, if you want to get away from your family. <laughs> My wife wants to really drag me to that movie. I could care less about it, honestly. So I, I can't. Is it autobiographical about um, Steven little, Spielberg? Little Spielberg? A little bit, although it's. You don't uh, understand why he's always putting fucking kids in these movies. Yeah, because he has uh, Arrested Development, and you know what I mean. I by heard that. Short Round shows up. What's that? I heard. I heard Short Round shows. Short up. Short Round in, shows up. The, yeah. I heard he's got a little Asian friend in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Now I saw him on uh, CBS Sunday Morning, and it was it was kind of sad that I watched CBS well, Sunday oh, Morning. Oh, I'm so right. sorry that the billionaire director is having a bad life. Well, he's, his parents got a divorce, and I think it goes into that in the movies. But he, uh, as you know, what well, you might. It say, seems like his mom's like bipolar. So who's is it? <laughs> yeah, name a mom that is. Um, I mean, come on. Well, he he. Um, my mom, you know what I had to put up with. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, we all know. Gangy what, is a yeah. saint. He is a saint. <laughs> and How dare you? She'll be appearing. Next we time. should all be so lucky to have a mother like Gangy. Uh, <laughs> why do you think Podman runs in the nerditorium right now? Like we should all have Inside. a mother like PMG <laughs> or PWG. <laughs> PWG, Pod Woman Gangy. Pod Woman Gangy. 
So <laughs> he's hiding so what, from her. So he's depressed. Well, I don't know if he's depressed. Well, the, the, the real story is, is that his parents got a d- divorce when he was young and he blamed his father and didn't, sp- didn't speak to him for like 15, 20 years or whatever. Uh, but as it turned out that his mom had an affair with his best friend and she was the one that initiated the divorce. Uh, and he didn't find out until, you know, 20 years later or whatever. And that that's kind of sad. For, in real life, that's His best friend was a young Asian boy named Data. <laughs> exactly. Then, <laughs> you call him directed Spielberg. <laughs> you, call, you call me daddy. <laughs> you call me new daddy. <laughs> I'm your new daddy now. <laughs> I'm your daddy now. You got a room. <laughs> all right well i wish alex was here i really wish alex was been at this one but oh, we at least have another 20 minutes of him talking about the cinematography i know jesus i don't know if i can stand that but i guess we'll have to we'll have to suffer him for for the next one but until next time uh save, save for the podcast